everyone. Welcome to On the Outside, the podcast where if you don't want to know the scores, you can look away now. I'm Marcus Saylor. He's Harry Vanderwood. Vanders, what's happening? Hi, I was On the Outside. New name for the pod. Very excited. We're stepping back, just trying to get our hands on some cheap peel, get super coach possessions up, get the stats high, and figure out what actually is going on in the world of sport. Some real sort of Jakey Lloyd operation going on. Speaking of Jakey Lloyd, Vanders... Ever since, so we recorded the pilot of this a couple of weeks ago when the Swannies were unbeaten. Is it true that you've bought back the pod because you believe that it's directly tied to Sydney's performance? Well, look, first is a shout out to Stewie Jew and the uh, Gold Coast boys. Big effort they've been building. So uh, big, big win. I think they'll probably make top four this year. <laughs> uh, and, you know, secondly, I think you know, young side. Let's see. Making finals is a win, not top four. Let's not get carried away. Well, it's look. Bombers, I- though. I'll be honest, Vanders. I was uh, I was buying tickets after uh, after Sunday's Anzac Day performance. I was looking at twenty twenty two grand final tickets. So uh, don't don't feel bad about getting carried away. Darcy Parish. I thought he was just a fill in player. The number one clearance player in the comp in the last four weeks. But anyway, that's not what you're here for, is it? No, it's not what we're here. What is going on this week, Tails? Talk to me. Well, look, the biggest story, of course, has been the prison bar story. Oh, God. How bored are you? How bored are you right now? I'm sick of it. Who who are these people talking about this, and why are we talking about? It? What's 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 the go tales? Look, I, I can't work out where this has come from. But in the last forty eight hours, basically, like I, I can't work out where it's come from this year. But in the last forty eight hours, basically, what's happened is that Port Adelaide have knocked on the door again and said, "Look, can we use our prison bars jersey, which in itself is a problematic name? Can we use our prison bars jersey?" in the showdown next weekend. And they asked again. It kicked off on Wednesday night on Footy Classified because former Collingwood president, Eddie McGuire, started showing contracts and arguing about heritage rounds and Gillan McLaughlin was involved. And I, look, I don't know what went happened. What was going made on. Kane? Was Kane there? Kane, Kane was involved. You know, yeah, of course Kane was going to be involved. Kane calls. Today, today Kochi, Kochi goes on radio and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're still going to wear it. And uh, we got told if we do wear it, the AFL is going to say to us, oh, we'll take the points off you. We're taking four premiership points off you. Now, the Savo, just to, to go through this laborious process, the Savo, the AFL has come out and said, yeah, look, no dice. We're not moving on this. Can't wear it. And at which point Port Adelaide, taking a slightly higher road, Port came out and said, look, you know what? We're really disappointed with this, but our disappointment's with the AFL. It's not with Collingwood. Well, I, I and you know the photo of David David Koch, uh, Port Adelaide president, CEO president. He is the president. Yep, president. Where with a big frown on his face, with the uh, prison bar jersey on, was just ridiculous. What I don't understand is they from from what I'm hearing, they've signed an agreement with with Collingwood and the AFL to not wear it except for heritage rounds. And now they're crying poor about it. Yeah, it seems to be. So that seems to be the case. Uh, but what they're arguing is that the spirit of that, uh, that contract was that the AFL and Collingwood agreed to let them wear it once a year. So no, admittedly in the contract, it says for heritage round originally. Mind you, the, can we just step back for a moment? The AFL owns all this. So the AFL owns the port all the Port jersey, and it owns the Collingwood jersey. Collingwood, like, Collingwood can scream as much as they want. It's not, uh, it's not up to them. But Port own, like, uh, sorry, the AFL owns all this. And, uh, and it seems like uh, they just, 
you know, they just want want something on their terms. Yeah, look, I think as soon as you talk stuff about spirit of the contract, you were uh, you really you know you know battling it ground. <laughs> But look, I, I don't understand. And, and part of that contract that um, Eddie Maguire was talking to Payne Corns about was that uh, Port Adelaide couldn't sell the prison bar merchandise, of which they mm. have been doing. So, well, no, 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 they haven't. It's the uh, it's the supporters that have made that all individually themselves. Uh, that wasn't yeah, Port. So, they weren't so involved. What, con- what confuses me is why isn't the AFL coming down on them for doing that? And I mean, I can see why Collingwood's upset. That's their their whole brand is black and white magpies. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. If I if I was if I was Collingwood, I would scream until I was black and blue about this because you've got to be able to mark. You know, that's your entire marketing and commercial and branding is black and white. It's black and white stripes, and that's what you're aiming for. So you're not going to sit there and let it go. If this was if this was McDonald's and Hungry Jacks, and Hungry Jacks were like, "Hey, on the 21st of May, we want to use uh, some golden arches in the shape of an H." Uh, because that's when I don't know. That's when the first Hungry Jack store opened. Do you think McDonald's would be like, "Oh yeah, go for your life, man"? Of course they wouldn't. Absolutely, of course they wouldn't. So I don't have a problem with Collingwood arguing against this. No, look honestly, I think Port's just got to. They've, they've signed the agreement. They've got to deal with it. Move on. Stop crying. But you know, to be honest, I think we're just sick of hearing about it. It seems mm-hmm. like a pissing contest between uh, what you know Eddie McQuire, his old role, and David Kosh. Let's move on. Get over it. And let's not have it come up next season again. It's ridiculous. All right. Is that the final word on it there, Vanders? Are you, is this the last time we're going to talk about it on this pod? Is this the last thing you and I are going to say about this stupid debate? I certainly hope so. Of course, Vanders, this couldn't be possible without our great friends at Straight Bat Single Malt. You like playing a straight bat, don't you? Certainly do, as do many other athletes around the country. They love to sit back, relax with a fine dram of straight bat single malt. Great for these winter months coming up. Oh, it certainly is, Vanders. Tails, it's hard to get through a week without talking about COVID. Mm. Uh, such a dynamic and moving beast. And uh, look, the situation in India at the moment with the IPL is is intense, I guess is the word. Obviously, India having a really, really bad COVID outbreak at the moment. Our heart goes out to to India um, and everyone there. With players leaving India, so Andrew Ty, Adam Zappa, Kane Richardson have all, have all left the IPL, deciding that they want to come home, yeah. um, as well as players, you know, and they're, they're going to stay till the end. What's your take on the IPL when, when the like uh, so bad in India, and and should should we be playing? Should should the IPL in India at the moment? Well, it's a very simple answer to that, Vanders, and it's absolutely not. They shouldn't be playing. That uh, I'm not sure who it was that came out during the week and said, "Oh, you know, uh, it's for the uh, it gives gives the people hope that we play cricket during such dark times." No, it doesn't. That's that's completely cynical. That's that's an absolutely cynical take to believe that. I, I know that India is is cricket obsessed, and uh, and they would no doubt love watching the IPL. But it's an absolutely cynical and quite exploitative take to try and claim hope when they're in the midst of the uh, the crisis they are they're currently in. Yeah, look, that was Brendan McCullum coming out. Um, Baz Cormie, yes, Kolkata Knight Riders head coach, who who mentioned that. And I, look, I can I I see where he's coming from, and I think he's trying to make this out of a bad situation. I don't think he's deliberately being um, sort of 
oh, what would you say, about it or, or making it so they can keep playing. But um, look, to be honest, when the photos came out during the week of, of the IPL players in the hubs, in the pools versus what you're seeing um, mm. on the streets of India, then, you know, there's stark contrast. And I think it's, it's fairly hard to justify continuing uh, on playing. Um, in saying that, though, a huge shout out to Pat Cummins and Brett Lee, who have already donated yeah. a huge yeah. amount of money um, to to the cause um, to help out with COVID. So, you know, in, impressive from them. And hopefully other other players in the IPL sort of follows the cause. That is true, Vanders. Absolutely a big shout out to them. Just quickly before we leave this one, Chris Lynn uh, wanted to come home, wanted us to pay for it. Is that how it all worked? Well, look, I think Chris Lynn has been a little bit of a stitch up here. Uh, he's been stitched up in the media. I think, not you know, in a the- fun way. <laughs> uh, Lynn Sanity. So I think that, uh, you know, classic clickbait there from some of the uh, the news the news channels said, like, Lynn demands lift home or Lynn wants the Australian <laughs> government to pay. And realistically, you know, what he said is, you know, what what's the go with the charter flight? Will we even be allowed back in the country? Will CA help pay for some of the charter flights? So really, I think he's just starting a conversation, asking questions. It's those classic uh, those classic news uh, sites who will remain mm. that are just getting up clickbait and trying to just cause some problems on social media as well. But I was a fan of that. Uh, and I think, you know, realistically, Chris Lynn's just asking the question. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's uh, that's how it read to me when I read the article uh, in News Corp. I will name them. Uh, that's how it read <laughs> to me that, that uh, he was just simply asking the question. And this is the thing. You can only ask a question. If the answer is a mild no, that's, that's fine. What's disappointed me has been a rather callous response from whoever it is, you know, the various people that speak on these things, whether they be government or elsewhere. It's been a very callous response uh, for somebody that's just trying to get out of a, uh, out of a pandemic. Yeah, look, 100%. And um, look, yeah, hope that the beat up doesn't continue anymore and that, that whatever the situation is that CA and the players can work together for the best, best results there. Banders, we're uh, starting a new segment here. This is my segment. Don't have to come back next week. In fact, it probably won't. But uh, I want to do how would you handle this? What's the uh, situation you've got for us this week? Yeah, well, as you say, how you handle it. Uh, how would you handle it, rather? It's where we apply the blowtorch uh, to each other and see how it handles some complicated scenarios. So, Taz, I want to take you to uh, the Melbourne Demons. Mm. Playing pretty good Six footy this year. Playing really good footy. Hate to see it, but... <laughs> Nathan Jones, yeah, st- stalwart of the club, hero, uh, all-time great. Fairy tale story when he's going to win the flag, isn't it? Well, that's my question, Tails. Nathan Jones playing pretty good footy. What happens? He just slows down a little bit. Let's say he's not in Melbourne's best too. Starts Hang to on. slow down. You can't do that to me. You starts... expect me? To... Oh, all right, all right. What would I do here? What would I do? Some here? young kids, not in the best twenty-two. He's not improving over the next few months. How many chances did the club give him? And, and, and what do you do to give yourself the best chance of winning the premiership here? How do you handle it? Well, Nathan Jones, Nathan Jones has been an all-time stalwart, as you said, and has borne the brunt of many bad decisions off-field and on-field in the past. How would I handle this? You know what I would do? I would be absolutely honest about this. I would be straight with Nathan Jones and I would be straight with the supporters and say, look, unfortunately... Nathan Jones is the 25th best player on our list. And there's only 22 or 23 that run out there. And we want to win a flag because you know what supporters, Melbourne supporters haven't won a flag in 60 years. 
and they will hate the club if they lose a grand final or a prelim without Nathan Jones in it. But I tell you what, they will not care if they win a flag without him in that side. They'd love him to be in the side, but they won't care if they win one without him. So I would be absolutely, brutally, 100% honest, and there's no way I'd try and spin my way out of this because you can't. Headline, Tails, this Jones, no good. Taylor drops Jones for flag. Well, I, I think that's the question. If you had to drop him to win the flag, would you do it? Look, uh, it, I mean, obviously, and this is a cop-out from me, but it depends who your next best is. Oh, and how, and, and you'd just be praying for an injury. You would be praying for a oh. soft tissue. He's old. He's old. So Maybe do you get an injury to him or the injury to somebody's in head in front of him, like no, Spargo no, or to him. Or to him, you need you need Spargo. <laughs> this is yeah. horrible. This he is gets, horrible. This is not our best segment. It sounds like we're killing Bambi one one week into the pod. Well, so yeah, what would you do? What happens next? Segment uh, is that is a good point, Vanders. Uh, next week, look, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring this back personally next week. Even if you don't want, to, want us to do it, I'm going to bring it back so I can throw you under the bus. Sorry, Nathan. Apologies for that. What's your prediction for the fight then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Uh, before we go, Vanders, uh, I feel like we might give, the, uh, give our, all our listeners... A uh, little bit of something to go home with, uh, and and being the uh, the pathologically competitive rhinoceros that we both are, uh, maybe we score ourselves heading into the weekend with a little little bit of prediction time. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think that's right. End of the year, those he who with the most predictions wins, come up with some I've sort of prize. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in the eighties. Uh, so yes, what's your what's your prediction for this weekend, Tails? Mm, my prediction, I was watching a show the other day that shall remain nameless and they were comparing Harry Mackay and, and Aaron Norton and who would you take? Which uh, I think most people would say Aaron Norton. Would you Would you say Aaron Norton? Yeah, I think at this stage, yep. See, I am going to go against the grain and I'm going to take Harry Mackay and I'm going to go for this reason because he's going to end up with more goals and that's going to start this weekend. He's going to kick minimum, minimum seven against Essendon. Huge. Yeah, big call. I like it. I like it. That's brave. Brave. Look, I'm going for a uh, I'm going for a similar key forward, well, forward yeah. sort of role here. I'm saying Bulldogs get lynched. Tom nice. Lynch, Tom Lynch gonna overcome some of the controversy in the week, uh, during the week. He's gonna you've said seven, so I better go. He's gonna kick eight, and the Tigers are gonna do the Bulldogs by I reckon 30 plus. That's a great take, Vanders. Thanks very much. And if any of you have any takes for this weekend or next weekend, hit us up and we'll, uh, we'll read out some of the best ones on the show. Have a good weekend, brother. You too, Tails.